Jesus died for somebody's sins, but not mine. Milton's hot thieves wild cord on my sleeve, thick heart stone. My sins, my own, they belong to me. Hello, hello, all queerdos out there, and welcome everybody to this new episode of Gloria Queer Stories. Today we're going to talk about love and relationships, and my good friend Paula Paul, she's joining me. Uh, we met uh, at work four years ago, we were working together, but also we were in different moments of our lives. At the moment, back in time, I was married to my ex-husband, Paula, also she had a, a different relationship, she had a different couple. And I love to to record today this episode with her because of the evolution that we have each other. I mean, like a self uh, exploration and also the the evolution or the idea that we have then and now of love and relationship. And well, before before going deeper in this conversation, let's Paula introduce herself. Hello, hello. How are you? Hello. I'm fine. A bit nervous. <laughs> It's the first time in the episode. Yes, but I'm very excited mm -hmm. and I'm very happy to have the chance to talk to you. And I feel like most of our conversations end up coming back to relationships and love. Yeah, <laughs> most of the times, yes, <laughs> which is fun. And that's why I wanted to, to record this episode with you, because we usually have these deep, um, interesting conversations. And yes, why not? I, I think it's a good opportunity to, to um, take all these um, reflections that we share it with each totally. other. Mm -hmm. It's a bit weird because we usually speak in Spanish because Paula, she was born here in Barcelona, in, in Garraf, but also she's half German. So we usually speak in Spanish, but also because we are we were working back in the day in an in international place in, in Soho House, as I mentioned before in other episodes. Um, we also, yes, we have talk in English, but not usually. But yes, today I wanted to um, have my friend Paula for this episode because, as I just said, she's half German. And I think it's interesting to um, understand. Uh, well, I think it's good when people have like two cultures at home, like two different countries. Um, I think she's a very open-minded person. Now she's gonna talk more about all her ideas and her background but also she's biologist she's now currently living in Germany um, she's studying a, a master in environment environmental science tell us about more about your this new exploration this new trip this journey um, I'm very happy it's I guess it's the first time I I don't feel like a weirdo because <laughs> <laughs> there is people for everything mm-hmm Um, everyone loves something different yeah. and when you walk on the street and you see something on the side like a plant or it doesn't really matter what there's always something uh, someone that's interested in it and will know exactly what species it is or whatever and for the first time I have the chance of um, really have a 
have regular conversations about sustainability and to question uh, my everyday life and the choices we take. And I'm in Freiburg, so um, it's in southern Germany and it's a really open, uh, it's a really open city. There's a lot of internationals as well. And I really, I feel really welcome. So I, when people ask, how's everything in Germany? I say, I don't know about Germany, I know about Freiburg because it, it is a bubble, um, which I'd love to <laughs> maybe conquer the world. <laughs> but yeah, so in Freiburg, there's a, there's a big LGBTQ community and uh, a lot of openness for internationals and yeah, open, an open-minded place, definitely. That sounds great. That's good. It does. It does. I couldn't imagine being in a better place right now. I think we 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 are very open-minded people, and we love to reflect and question things. And yes, I think um, it was. I I can feel see myself identified by you when you moved um, to Germany because of all this uh, exploration and explosion of I don't know like different experiences, and this is something to connect with love, but. Uh, we're gonna start and we're gonna start talking since the beginning when uh, Mar uh, Paula and I we met each other at work. As I said, um, we were in a different moment of life. I was a married guy. <laughs> I, I proudly I, married guy. <laughs> um, and then yes, I, I I was focused at work doing doing fr making friends, but also it was more focused at my relationship, staying at home with my husband um so i didn't spend like much time out of work but yes i, I can remember these times during during the break eating and conversating with paula i don't know i don't know now which topics um and yes after this uh, we were together for like two or three seasons then i got divorced and then i started this revolution no revolution i started this um process of discovering myself more and going deeper in the past to understand what happened to me or what my why my experiences made my vision of life uh, to be like um, how it is now and then I started to open also to the idea of love and relationship we're gonna now discuss about the, the vision that we have back in the, in the day and now Paula also were, were was in a relationship But also, I, when I see our, ourselves each other, like um, like just four years ago, I can see like two, these two young kids, uh, yeah. <laughs> not naive, but like. Um, well, I'm so naive. <laughs> <laughs> I accept it. Um, yeah, it's definitely been a change. I was going to say since you divorced and when you started with this artistic discovery, mm -hmm. um, I think that was the moment when we started connecting even more and mm -hmm. spending more time together and somehow uh, having these amazing conversations uh, even when we don't even do it on purpose mm -hmm. how was until this time wh uh, wh what was maybe your vision of love at the moment or, or yeah how do you think what did you look for in our in the relationship I think my vision of love has love has changed a lot because we got together when we were very young mm -hmm. we were 15 at the time so getting into a routine and uh, spending time with each other was just the normal thing to do mm -hmm. so 
we still did trips and went to different places but i felt like um there was a there was a very obvious routine especially when it came to conversations and arguments mm -hmm. and taking decisions was a huge deal mm -hmm. um so i don't know like at the start uh, i was scared of waking up one day being uh, 35 40 years old and just having been with this one person all my life so i guess i was scared of compromise mm -hmm. and at the time i was happy but it was it was a lot of routine as i say um like that was when i started questioning um monogamous relationships mm -hmm. because I realized I had an experience where um, I would have liked to have uh, an experience with someone else. I would have liked to meet someone, um, get to know someone better. Mm -hmm. But because of the monogamous rules that mm -hmm. many so people don't question, um, that was obviously not something I could do. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, uh, well, I, I promised myself I wouldn't want to be in the same situation again. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it was so obvious that I loved my boyfriend yep. back then. And that what I was feeling for this other person was completely, completely different. Um, in my mind, it was a different track. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I... That was the first time where I got really annoyed at the, <laughs> what society um, tells us about love and relationships. And I think it's brave when you finish, when you end a relationship and you have the time to reflect and understand what patterns have you were creating for whatever reason. And also to understand, I mean, I've, I'm now talking in my own case, but like after my breakup, I took responsibility of the things that I didn't do like at my best and understand um, also what which was my position in the relationship, even if uh, in the moment I was idealizing um, my husband, but also and, and some things of the uh, unhealthy behaviors in the relationships, mm -hmm. in the relationship. Um, but then, yes, I think it's brave to understand, like to do like a, a break and a make a change and say like, you know what, uh, I've lived love this way because maybe this was the values that the society told me that I should keep in my relationship. I should have this close monogamous relationship uh, because otherwise to have an open relationship is something nasty or it's not like really... There is is not uh, really love. I mean, there, there is not really love. When they, yeah, that, that's the that's the first uh -huh. thing people say. But are you together or not? And it feels like the love you feel for your partner mm -hmm. is completely devaluated because if you're in an open relationship, that means you don't really love them. Mm -hmm. And yeah, completely. I completely agree with you. I think love is connected to this idea of possession. Possession completely. To 
and we don't own anybody. We don't do, we don't own anything. Even the I don't know the clothes that I'm wearing today, nothing belongs to me. We only I mean the only thing we <laughs> we have um, for real is our skin, our body, or our emotions. But nobody belongs to us. And I think this is a very I hate this world, but um, no, I hate this world. I hate this world. <laughs> toxic, but I think it's a very toxic um, vision. Completely. But society doesn't teach you this. They doesn't. Um, they just idealize. I mean, society in the movies or in the cinemas. What your parents teach you at uh, at home is only about like yes. You, first of all, you need to have a couple to feel definitely, definitely, and that's the, that's the first thing <laughs> because I realize a lot of things that I think of when I think of about my first relationship. Mm-hmm. Um. It comes down to the person I was back then. Uh-huh. And I get annoyed about things I put up with. Mm-hmm. Be- but, I mean, back then I did it because I felt like it was the right thing. But um, having this vision of... Uh, especially, I think, as a female, mm-hmm. um, I think I did kind of accept uh, being more submissive. And I don't like arguing, so uh, I it just pleasing the other person. And it, sometimes I started arguing, and then he would get annoyed, and then I would have to come out of being angry. I would have to be the one to try and stop him being ha- being angry. Mm-hmm. But I think I wouldn't do that now. <laughs> I think now, um, if the other person gets angry and it's and I just clearly communicated what I wanted to say mm-hmm. then it's the other person's issue because I already I already said what I wanted to say I feel totally the same that like, like you because I think that I had this submissive position in my relationship even, even if I wasn't aware of it I'm not blaming my ex I, I as I said I took my own responsibilities of my behaviors even if I even if I wasn't aware of all of this um, but uh, I think there is a well Paula and I we were uh, talking about this just before starting starting recording the podcast um, I think the most the most uh, valuable and important effort effort that people need to do with themselves it's uh, honesty I think people should be honest to the to themselves definitely what they need, what they want, what they expect and what they really want to do, no matter how what society told you that you should do or feel or whatever. And sometimes that's not easy because mm-hmm. when we are used to living up to the expectations of other people, sometimes we don't even worry about uh, what do we actually want and we just convince ourselves that what we are doing is the right thing because... Mm-hmm. Uh, if I just focus on my studies, of course, that's what my parents want to. And maybe um, that's the reason why someone Mm -hmm. doesn't spend time with their friends or it doesn't have a relationship. But in the end, happiness is the most important thing. And being honest about what makes me happy, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, um, and finding the balance between that, obviously we would all love to spend life on the beach. Uh, drinking mojitos but at the end of the day that wouldn't take us too far or make us too happy in the long term Mm -hmm. but definitely um, being honest with oneself is the first step 
I feel like um, sometimes I, I wasn't honest, totally honest to myself, to what I needed in the relationship. Yeah, because several times I thought about opening the relationship, but in the beginning he told me that he didn't like this kind of, um, he didn't like the open relationships. He was a monomous, monogamous guy. Even if he can be very promiscuous when he's single, when he's with a couple, he's like, no. My and I completely understand. I, I, I met a lot of people, especially men, I would say, who uh -huh. think that way. Uh, that for them, it's clear. No, if I'm in a relationship and I'm in love and I really want to be in that relationship, then I don't feel like being with anyone else or flirting with anyone else or uh, whatever it is. And it, it's it's clear that this it's not um, it's maybe not the solution for everyone to have an open relationship. Um, but for me, in my case, it's just the the label that fits what I have but mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that uh, you love uh, you love your couple less I mean no definitely not in, in fact um, so the person I'm together with now mm -hmm. um, so we've been together for nearly 10 months and at the start we didn't want a relationship and the funny thing is uh, because I know myself and I was scared of falling into a relationship without wanting it. Mm -hmm. uh, we both said to each other uh, that we were free to do whatever. Mm -hmm. So it was the most said, like the thing we said the most often, I think, for the first few weeks. Yeah. Uh, it was like, okay, I'm having fun with you, but if you're leaving for three days on a trip, mm -hmm. have fun and you're free to do whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. And for us, it was that obvious that we didn't want the responsibility and the burden of the other person doing something or not doing something because of, our, of us. And I think it's realizing that we are responsible for our own actions mm -hmm. and cutting someone else's wings by Uh, by thinking no I don't want them to do whatever they want to do in the long term especially I don't think uh, it works for mm -hmm. me because uh, I realized that ever since we I got together with my couple we talk about everything openly mm -hmm. and knowing that the other person could could actually um, kiss or have sex or whatever with someone else if they felt like it just makes you value them even more because you realize that if they're with me it's because they want to be with me and it, it just felt like the most natural thing for us and um, we when we're in the same city we see each other sometimes many days in a row mm -hmm. so we we laugh about it and say it's not like we would even have time for someone else But the thing is, we well, we love each other so much that we think if the other person met someone with who they wanted to explore or or maybe well, whatever it is, mm -hmm. then it must be so amazing because if it's like it must be something really intense because if we're so happy having each other, 
there must be something else or maybe it's something completely different and it has a different motivation but um just giving the other person the possibility to explore especially uh because yeah we're young and we we don't want to uh, to yes. wake up uh-huh. with 40 as i said before and realize we've just been together with one person if that's not what we want yeah and also i'm thinking now that being in a relationship i really think is a life goal okay of course uh, i think it's something inspirational but your journey is your own journey and it's great when you can share your journey or part of this journey with somebody else um, and be like together but this i mean not being in a, in a relationship doesn't make you like a, a better person or a, a better citizen in the world um I think people doesn't have this idea because of course I I say him again because of the society society and the education we have these steps that we need to do in life like to have a couple maybe get married we have to have kids we have to get this mm, great job to have lots of money in our pocket and this is what society tells you that you have to this is the path that you should follow but now I would love to ask you how What happened to this Paula who broke up with her uh, boyfriend, like a young boyfriend, and then you moved to Germany? What happened? I mean, how important was this journey and your your experience in Germany? Uh, how did you explore yourself more and better? And how did you hear yourself? How all this happened? The funny thing is, well, first it, it was the other way around. I knew I was going to Germany. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my ex-boyfriend and me decided it was the perfect moment to break up um, because I guess we both realized that we'd been in a relationship for so long and we didn't think a long-distance relationship would work for us. And I guess he also felt like he wanted to explore and get to, well, have other experiences. Um, what happened between that Paula and this Paula is a lot of disappointments. <laughs> um, but I had a lot of fun discovering myself. Um, so for the first time that... It, yeah, for me, it was the first time that then I ended up randomly making out with someone, something I didn't know... Um, what happened like I, I always thought how did this happen to to this person mm-hmm. well I never thought that would be able to happen to me um, and it was the first time that someone said uh, shall we go home and I was I was happy and I was able to answer yes and then just having the freedom of trying things out mm-hmm. and realizing If in that moment it's what I feel like and it's what then th- that made me deeply happy because that wasn't a Paula that I that I knew before, of course. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the story continues with spending a lot of time and having really good relationships with my flatmates mm-hmm. and going back to what you said about society and Um, having a job, having a relationship, having kids. Friends is something that I think sometimes are undervalued. Totally. I think it's I think it's really Indeed. sad when you realize that 
um, your parents or well not necessarily parents but people that are in a relationship only did things in their relationship mm-hmm. and they didn't invest enough time with their friends and so well and I mean it's never late to make new friends mm-hmm. but I think it's also so important to have this other life mm-hmm. outside the relationship yeah. and to realize that the simple fact of saying relationship and everyone has in their mind okay relationship to people they possibly live together and they spend a lot of time together to realize this doesn't have to be a relationship like a relationship can also be two people living in opposite sides of the world mm-hmm. um, calling each other every now and then and spending holidays together and just knowing that they're there for each other for whatever or people that only see each other maybe once a week uh, so there's there's this whole um, there's so many possibilities and I think trying to fit into this standard okay we're in a relationship so this is what's going to happen next mm-hmm. is also the source of a lot of frustration because some people believe oh this is a relationship and for example in my current relationship as I said we didn't want to be in one mm-hmm. and it just happened it just happened no, and realizing right. that and this is what we talk about a lot as well what does it mean in the first place to be in a relationship mm-hmm. because we could also say oh we're not in a relationship but we i mean we're talking nearly every day but it could also not be like that and sharing this experience and talking about this idea of love and relationship in this podcast focusing queer stories it comes because um i don't think this is only a, a conversation that can happen inside of the queer community but i think because um um because of the society and the education um when for some reason you break these walls that you have in your mind and these values and ideas that society tells you i think uh, uh this is my case it um when i'm thinking of my marriage uh it wasn't the, the main reason but when i got married one of um, one of my motivations was to get the approval maybe of the society to be married to a man when i was told not to not to um, I, when i was told that i couldn't get married to a man because that wasn't something natural so when my divorce breakup happened uh yes i i went to this deep inside um exploration and thinking reflecting a lot not only about my relationship but also why all this happened like why am i coming out um like uh affecting me in so many levels um i as i already said this before sexuality doesn't define my personality but that my experience is also part of my story and because of my story i'm con- uh, building my my own personality or, or persona or what well, is my it's part of me so i think it's more usual in the queer community or for queer people to um open their minds for these kind of relationships or, or ideas of how to live your life maybe for i don't know um for a straight guy his manners or his life was more connected to the to the normative kind of life um this guy, a straight guy doesn't question himself 
in a relationship or in love. Definitely. And he just accepts that he needs to be with a girl in a monogamous relationship. And sometimes, I don't say this happens every uh, every time, but there are lots, lots of couples in Spain who have been in a monogamous relationship. They are cheating each other because they, and they don't talk about this. And I think this is something totally unnatural and unhealthy at all. That's why I think communication is so important and also honesty. But well, I mean, everybody have their own journeys. I'm happy that um, both of us, we we break broke these ideas, with, um, we broke these walls, these values, and we could, mm, well, we try to explore and, and you are still doing with, the, with your partner. You're exploring your own experience in the relationship, but also with yourself. And I think this is something amazing. I think life, um, human life is about exploring it's about to discovering yourself and maybe you try and you don't like it but it's okay you can try and it's not a mistake it's not something wrong it's just discovering you're finding your own place in your in the world you're finding your own place in your heart in your own life you don't need to live uh, life one way or the other way maybe there are like i don't know thousands of ways and there is not only one and not one is not better or worse And that's why having someone that gives you freedom mm -hmm. and motivates you and worries about your happiness, I think is is a huge gift. So being able to speak completely openly without being judged, because in the end, if we said everything we thought, there's there's nasty thoughts and there's thoughts that everyone has, which are not positive, mm -hmm. but to realize that some of them, which we re maybe thought, oh, this this is not something I should say. Mm -hmm. um, for example, if you're in a relationship and you uh, maybe instead of only saying, oh, that person's hot, oh, commenting mm -hmm. or or maybe going over and talking to them, um, If you don't have the openness of talking about it to your partner, as in let, letting them know what's going on in your mind, they're never really gonna get to know you. And realizing that we are so many different things, each one of us has so many different things we love or we hate, mm -hmm. and having someone to share part of this with is really amazing mm -hmm. but I guess that's why maybe in this a lot of people like having the, the friends of work or of university or studies or or maybe a common hobby yeah. and then you have other friends with who maybe you like going out or um, having other types of conversations and it's great when a partner is also part of that but it doesn't have to only be part of that and accepting that uh, everyone needs different things and that people different people help us feel better because every every relationship is different uh, makes us realize how how we actually are or how we want to be and the the going back to the word relationship itself Um, I think it's funny that it's just used. It actually just means the 
what connects two people mm -hmm. and that it's explicitly used to uh, well often to talk about romantic relationships and that doesn't have to be the case and I think realizing this okay what's the relationship I have with this person uh, what do I like about them what do I enjoy doing with them um, and opening that up mm -hmm. and not just having it as a romantic relationship concept mm -hmm. is also an important step. And I think when you have this communication and you open this conversation to your couple, I think it makes the relationship like more stable, more realistic. And I don't think it's gonna be, I mean, uh, it sounds like maybe for somebody or someone who is in a close relationship, it sounds like something idealized or idealistic. And of course, um, a relationship is never going to be easy. <laughs> But I think to have these conversations and try to push every day this to not, not the, the other person, but ourselves to be honest with the other person, um, I think this make our lives easier. Even if it's not easy in the moment, talk about these ideas or something. I don't know, whatever, whatever comes. Um, but I think it, in maybe in the beginning, can be difficult because we are not used to these. Definitely, yeah, we're not used to it. Um, talking about uh, being attracted to other people mm -hmm. or uh, talking about sex openly um, was a, a was a huge was a huge issue for me. Um, But once you, I think once you open that wall, you, I mean, when, once you open that door and you cross it, it's like, okay, <laughs> they're always the first step is the, the hardest one. But then after this, I think it's, yeah. Everything is much easier. Mm -hmm. Even if it's not easy sometimes, but it's easier. But I hear so many people that tell all their issues to their best friends and then they try to solve them with the tips of the other person instead of telling the person like the the person in the relationship yeah. who they actually have the issue with mm -hmm. what they think mm -hmm. so if i want to solve a problem with you mm -hmm. i should talk to you not to someone else <laughs> to try and solve it obviously you can talk to someone else <laughs> as well to get some some advice but i think letting the other person know where you are mm -hmm. And it's also okay to not know where you are, which was also a huge issue for me, not being able to say, I don't know, or mm. I'm not sure. And having the space and the time to process that and to think about it and to realize, okay, what are my emotions? Mm. What, what do I want to do? That's also okay. Mm -hmm. Recently, I was thinking about my rela my my relationship with my ex, and also thinking of what love was to me, or what I learned what the what love was when I was a child. And I discovered something which is not beautiful, but but it was what it was. And um, because I and my parents have been together for I don't know like maybe 30 years, and then they they got divorced. And I don't think I saw like real, real love between them because they are coming from a different generation. And it's sad um, to, to understand this, but I'll, I, I can see them, both of them, way happier now um, doing their lives and not being in this relationship. 
um, because they have to be in the relationship because they are not allowed to to get divorced because otherwise uh, family or society they are gonna judge them because it was like a failure and because of this I think I was recreating the same patterns in my relationship being in a relationship where I really wasn't I want I really didn't want to be um I of course I experienced love but it wasn't a healthy love and it's sad to say this because of course I, I I learned a lot with my ex and I had a great time we had great times but also I've I, I think the kind of love that I, I I had my experience it wasn't as um, fulfilling fulfi- I don't yeah I, I don't think it was as um, fulfilling because I mean I'm, after my breakup I have this self-exploration and then some months later I just met that well I, I, I was like uh, meeting people meeting some guys and I am still in this moment to be with myself and I love it because I haven't been with myself being independent guy like now yeah and now I love this experience but I met this guy last summer and I had this unusual and interesting love story it was I don't know maybe two weeks it was something short but it changed my mind my perspective because the communication even if it was not a relationship it was just meeting someone and I knew we have like a, this deadline because he was leaving Barcelona but it was because I mean first of all because we were in this similar position like uh, being more honest to ourselves and understanding our own emotions so we didn't push um, the situation with the other and also we were more yeah we were very transparent we also understood the position of the other like we understood each other um through along these two weeks i was telling myself okay don't don't push the limits don't force this um i don't know no just let it go let it flow whatever it comes and i fell in love in a way totally different way that i experienced before and through this process i also fell in love with myself (laughs) which uh, sounds that's beautiful (laughs) But I didn't love myself before. Maybe I I appreciate me some th- uh, some some ways, but it was a, a good mm, it was a different experience. And then now I, I when I when I in perspective now when I see these two experiences like being with this dating this guy for two weeks, and also my relationship, um, I feel happy that I could have this different perspective, and now I see love in a different way. Because uh, after my breakup, I learned what I don't want in a relationship. And meeting this guy, I learned what I really want to in a what I what I want to experience in a relationship. Even if it wasn't a relationship, because it was only two weeks, and of course, in two weeks, you you live the, the best. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. But it was totally different. But that's that's so important. Mm-hmm. I think this is this is part of of discovering. Yeah what things work for us and what things don't and it's it's interesting when after a few years well for after being in a relationship for years Mm -hmm. when you actually know the other person so well instead of making you closer to that person that creates more barriers Mm -hmm. when the fact that you know the other person means you know what you can't say because they don't like it and then you shouldn't talk about this 
And if they start to argue about that, the best way out is to not argue or to give in mm -hmm. and say, yeah, you're right. So you don't have to argue about it, which is ironic because you would expect when you know the other person, you want to understand them more and you you're there to listen and to give them the space they need. But it's it's sad when it's not the case. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the thing when I say I we we didn't want a relationship, my my boyfriend and me from now. It means that my concept of relationship meant to have obligations, mm -hmm. to have a compromise with someone, which means that I have to do things, mm -hmm. not that I want to do them. And I've put so much energy and so much effort into my former relationship. And I just didn't see that it made a difference. I didn't feel like it motivated my ex to do things for me. I felt like I was, yeah, just all my energy was going nowhere. And every time I thought, okay, I'm going to give it one more chance. I'm going to put, I'm going to do this and that. And then the same thing happened again. And now it's the complete opposite because we don't expect anything from each other. Mm -hmm. And we do and say what we want to. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful because being able to say what's on my mind right now without feeling that it has a repercussion, mm -hmm. being able to say things like, oh my gosh, um, I just imagined you being the father of my kids, <laughs> going back to uh, the stereotype and the ideal or whatever people think. But I feel like I can say that because it's just the thought I have in the moment and it's no promise. It's no, it's, it's nothing. It's mm -hmm. just a beautiful thing that I feel in the moment and having being, being able to say, okay, um, everything changes and everything flows. And this is just a temporary thing mm -hmm. is also, I think part of what makes it so special. So I think that's how things should be. Mm -hmm. We don't, and it's difficult, but we shouldn't have like expectations about because we, we spend so I mean long. I mean we spend many time just planning how our future is gonna be. And then it's <laughs> it's gonna it's be nothing, nothing like it. Nothing that you expect is gonna be is gonna be like you imagine in your mind. So why you and uh, just. Why are we projecting in a positive or negative situation? And we, instead of doing this, why don't stop and just living the moment, understand what is happening inside and listen to the other person and enjoy what it comes, what it goes. Let's go. I mean, let's flow. Totally. And enjoying the moment because mm -hmm. that's the thing. Maybe tomorrow you meet someone mm -hmm. and you madly fall in love or maybe sadly um, bad things can also happen in mm -hmm. life. And maybe you don't even have to worry about it in the future because we won't have a future. Mm -hmm. That's often my thought. So, so I can be in peace with myself yeah. and not think too much about what I want it to be. But yeah, it's, it's hard not to have expectations. Of course, it's hard. It's, uh, but as I said, also our relationship is not easy, but it's an effort that you... I think when you're honest to yourself, when you listen to yourself, um, this sounds like, I don't know, a yoga teacher <laughs> philosophy <laughs> or something, and it's nothing at all like this. It's just to 
yeah, hear yourself. Like, if you have these thoughts, just verbalize them and don't ignore them. That makes such a difference. Mm -hmm. That's why I think um, I, I like writing in my journal. Um, and sometimes, until I haven't written down the word, mm -hmm. I don't know what I feel. And then I see the words on the piece of paper looking back at me. And I mean, it's a similar thing if you talk to a friend mm -hmm. or to someone, because interestingly, sometimes just talking about it yeah. makes a difference, no matter to who. Uh, that's when you realize things and not thinking, oh, this is something I shouldn't be thinking, so yeah. I'm going to suppress it because it's not going to disappear. Mm -hmm. But as you say, to listen to it and to maybe explore the thought and yeah. think about why am I thinking this? This reminds me a bit going back to um, being in a close relationship when you, uh, as I say, I can only talk of personal experience, yeah, sure. but when you feel the frustration of disappointment mm -hmm. and you realize maybe, oh, uh, this person is paying me more attention, I would actually like to go and have a drink with them. And I'm not even going into sex or whatever yeah. but just spending time with them because you want the attention that you're not receiving from your partner it's just an endless cycle where it, for me it's always the snowball concept and it's just growing bigger and bigger because then you with every disappointment your will to spend time with someone else mm -hmm. who's paying you more attention <coughs> just grows and when you take that away because you don't have the barrier of not being with someone else, then that snowball effect with a lot of honesty can hopefully disappear. That's that's my goal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so let's see how, how it goes. But uh, I just said something important, the, the disappointment thing. Where is this disappointment coming from? It's coming from the other person or it's coming from the idea that you have of the other person because we spend... We, are idealizing our partner maybe not all the time but in the, especially in the beginning or maybe you have this idea of the person because you want to at least in my experience how I live my relationship with my ex-husband I was idealizing him and I was living my relationship like uh, feeling like I was in a Lana Del Rey song <laughs> <laughs> and that's not fair <laughs> at all to myself and to him but um, now I can see I can see in perspective and understand this. And um, yes, when you feel disappointed to the other person, I think in the end you're disappointed, disappointed to the values or the ideas that you have of the other, of the other person. Instead of understand um, identifying the other person's behaviors and just accept them as they are. Maybe in, I mean, and, and I don't, I'm not saying we have to accept how the other person is but not um in our minds we cannot lie to ourselves something like uh no he's like this he's like that people is how they are and we of course we have to put limits and also we don't have to limit ourselves and see what we want to see we need to be honest in our perspective and yeah that's why love is all about communication and also honesty that's so important and I feel so happy that we have this journey. I mean, Paula and I, we were like uh, having this evolution and she moved abroad. But every time that we uh, we see each other, we talk, we share these um, ideas, this re reflection. 
um, the people we met along the, the journey, not only love, also friends or experiences that we have. And I think it's a powerful thing. And that's why I wanted to, to share all these reflections with Paula, because I think both of us coming from well, a, a different kind of love and relationship and ha give ourselves this opportunity to experience it um, in a different in a different way and also yeah and enjoy I, I think it's something I'm really I think it's something beautiful because when I think of myself when I met Paula four years ago I can see myself like an old Jaime with a big personal bag and now I feel younger well, maybe I not feel younger but I, I don't see I don't feel older even if I'm older because I'm 31 now um but the 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 more honest i have been to myself and um, I, I think now i feel more free i i, I feel like I, I i i try to have less expectations and also i'm having these love stories which are amazing even if for now i don't want to be in a relationship but i can um live love in a different way that i haven't experienced in seven years and that's that's something really amazing and also for Paula I think living in, in Germany is being like yeah and I know so many people that look for a relationship and what I normally say is don't look for a relationship because mm. otherwise the first person that's going to kind of fit you're just going to tag them with a boyfriend or girlfriend or some yeah. kind of tag and the most beautiful things come when you least expect yeah. and Sometimes you realize love is something completely different to what you thought. And love can be so easy, but with a clear communication. And love is not protection. That's what maybe happened to me. I was looking for protection. And I, um, and I think sometimes you try to find this security, um, idea, the, the illusion of security and, and being safe, being with somebody else. But it's nothing like that. But... It's part of the journey. I think it, this is not a mistake to have these experiences. It's just a lesson and it's great. We can have this conversation also to inspire other people at home. doesn't mean that everybody has to have a rela open relationship, but also to try to open the conversation with each other and, and the, the feelings, emotions. Thoughts. Totally. And I also realize it's harder when you're already in the relationship mm -hmm. and you have been for a long time. Break the routine. Is and that's why I think it's amazing when people that are or that have been in a closed relationship yep. open it, because I think it's a very different, um, a very different perspective than starting with an open relationship yeah. because you, you know, you've known the person differently. Mm -hmm. So to all of those out there trying it. Uh, wow mm -hmm. uh, yeah a lot of admiration from my side <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much Paula for this amazing conversation because it's something that we can talk easily but it's not easy to do it in, in, a, <laughs> in front of a microphone but maybe this is like a, an example of how to um, open this conversation with the couples like talking uh, in an honest way to a microphone, to add somebody out there, um, yes, and understand and share the different the, the different experiences, and no try not to judge, other and totally the opposite. Try to open the, the your mind and understand and empathize. Empathize totally. Mm -hmm. 
and keep on talking about these things and mm -hmm. in to other people uh, because once you start talking about it you realize you're not alone mm -hmm. and that what in your head seemed yeah. like something completely crazy is something completely natural that mm -hmm. so many other people can can feel identified with yeah. and accepted <laughs> that's why I, i think that it's so important not only to talk but also like to listen to other people yes mm. thank you very much uh, all queers out there listening to our conversation it's been a pleasure and let's see what's coming next week hi bye <laughs> <laughs> i loved it <laughs> love when it comes without a woman Cause waiting for it gets so boring A lot can change in 20 seconds A lot can happen in the dark Love when it makes you lose your bearings Some information's not for sharing Use different names at hotel check-ins It's hard to stop it once it starts I'm not sentimental, but there's something about the way you look tonight mm. Makes me wanna take a picture, make a movie with you that we'd have to hide You better lock your phone And look at me when you're alone Won't take a lot to get you going I'm sorry if it's torture though